Hello everyone and welcome to Mouse Magic with John and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm John. And this is episode number 17 for June the 19th, 2019. Woo! Sorry about last week. Yeah. We did not have an episode. So I'm sure each of you were frantically emailing all these people asking, where is the podcast? Why are you not releasing it? The truth is we didn't record one. Yeah, it was a rough week. It was. And so we apologize, uh, but we are back today. Yes. And uh, two weeks ago, we talked about things we loved. Or things we wanted to do. Things we want to do at Disney. That's right. And uh, we had some feedback, but uh, John, we had a review. Virginia, the 5th, 2019. (laughs) Okay. All right. I don't really know why that started playing. Anyway, we had a review on our on iTunes. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Um, Jay Booth 14 says, Pure Disney magic. She gave us five stars, which was very kind. She said, John and Joey provide upbeat, upbeat opinions as well as genuine Disney facts. This podcast is a, is a great listen for Disney fans looking for other fans who understand what true Disney magic is. The news is well-researched. And the opinions are nice to listen to, especially if you don't get to the park too often. My favorite podcast, for sure. Aww. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. That was very kind of you. Very so, sweet. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, uh, Booth 14 That was very awesome. Uh, we also had some feedback, though. John, go ahead with the Yes, we did have some feedback. It was from Tim Nichols. He said... Hey. On Facebook. On Facebook, okay. yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that you can definitely see the water pageant from the Magic Kingdom Resort beaches. Google it. It actually has a schedule for each resort and it stops at those resort beaches and plays the full show. You get a great view of it. We watched one year when we stayed at Fort Wilderness, so it actually goes all the way over there too. So that's awesome. Because I know that was our uh, a big... Um wondering if you could see that from the, right. the things and so that's awesome Again. and he also says and something on his bucket list he really 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 wants to stay in a polynesian bungalow oh nice yeah yeah me too tim mm-hmm. let's just go together <laughs> <laughs> awesome thanks tim appreciate that uh, and then we had an email from joe and susan on our email address, um, info at mousemagicwithjohnandjoey.com. Okay. And it said, our Disney wish list. They said, one was the Keys of the Kingdom. Uh, two was Behind the Seeds Tour. Three, any food tasting event. That's pretty cool. Number four, and it says they're, it's coming soon for them. It's dinner at Cinderella's Royal Table. Ooh. Yep. And then have a spa day at a resort. And then number six, they want to renew their wedding vows on Castaway Key. Aww. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be and here, they also included a list of some special things that they have done. Mm-hmm. They actually got engaged at Disney. Yeah. Yep. And then they also went to the Abracadabar. They said it was really neat inside with many amazing details. I got the Conjurita, which changes colors before your eyes. And yes, they make you say the magic words. Ah. Very cool. And then finally, number three, on the day they got engaged, they also got to pull out the sword and the stone. Very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And then they they added on here um, that we love listening to your podcast. It's always fun and informative. We also love the news, which is some more good feedback about that. Yeah. Uh, Joe actually said that we should put the news at the end so if people didn't want to listen to that part, they could skip it. You know what? And John's John's mom actually, what are you doing? There's a spider. 
A big spider or is it a little teeny spider? <laughs> God, where to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't oh, know. Well, anyway. <laughs> it was there. I tried to smush it. All right. I should insert the Indiana Jones theme there. Because mm -hmm. he, he was frantic trying to find the spider. Anyway, um, John's mom actually had the same feedback that we should uh, that we should put the, the news at the end. But, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We still haven't decided. <laughs> yeah. But We're mulling it over. Yeah. And I think that was all the feedback we had. Yeah. If we miss some, we apologize. We will pick it back up next week. Right. So, um, a little bit of Disney news. Uh, actually, a couple of things. Did mm -hmm. you see where uh, annual pass holders, as long as it's a Platinum or a Platinum Plus, they're going to have um, special previews of Galaxy's Edge yes, at Hollywood Studios. I'm super excited about that. And it starts... The, like, week before we go. Yes. So we're really hoping we're going to get to go in there and kind of see it early. That's going to be awesome. I hope so. Yeah. So. And then, uh, speaking of annual passes, today, uh, the news heard around the world. Right. Is that annual passes, the prices have increased. But they've raised substantially. And so, um, it's been quite the debate online. You know, people are saying that they're they're done they're washing their hands of disney that disney's only out to make money yeah <laughs> don't renew your pass that just gives us more time yeah you know how and it is. shorter wait time yeah you know but no and i get it i get i get both sides of it because i mean we i for one i'm kind of like whatever it's worth it for us um you know because it is what it is and then a lot of people are saying that disney isn't affordable anymore and I kind of see where they're coming from. At the same time, you know, what was the one we saw? They're like, help me decide on a vacation. Yeah, and it was like, like, do I stay at Grand Floridian and pay $6,700? Do I stay here and pay $6,400? Or do I stay at Port Orleans and pay $3,000? I'm like, well, first of all, that shouldn't even be a question. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, it, you're saving $3,000. She's like, is Port Orleans really worth it? I'm like... I'm like, do you want to spend that much money on a room, or would you rather you know, and some spend people, more on the experience? Some of people being want there? some people want the frills, and you know, and I get that. And, you know, for us, it's like we stay at a, a value resort, you know, because I mean, it's just it's a bed and it's a shower, and yeah. that's what we want it for, right? And so, all that to say, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say that Disney is unaffordable. At the same time, you can say Disney can be affordable. You just sometimes have to, you know, lower your, your, standard? your, no, well, yeah. yeah, your standards. I mean, I get it. You know, like we always get a dining plan and we could easily, you know, for a weekend trip for us, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for three days, I mean, we could easily like just not do a dining plan. That would save us $450 automatically right off the top. And so, but for us, it's worth getting the dining plan, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, this is where it's on you, the listener, to kind of do your own feedback or your own research. Right. Because just because me and John like to go and have a dining plan doesn't mean that's something you would need. Mm -hmm. If you're completely fine doing... Okay, so we do the, the Disney dining plan, which includes a table service, a quick service, and two snacks a piece you know, per day. 
or per night you stay. Now, if you you could easily just do the deluxe dining plan. You could go and have three table services a day. You know, have at it. Uh, and you still get your two snacks a day. But then you could also, if you didn't want to do a table service, you could actually do a quick service. Right. You would get two quick services a day and two snacks a person. And so if that's your budget, or if you don't need that at all, you could just go and buy food. Right. I mean, you know, like... I think it's very affordable. Do you have to sacrifice a little bit to go? Of course, you know it. You know it's it is what it is, and so. But everybody talks about how, oh, they say Disney's so expensive. Disney's so expensive. Well, we have a, we have a little theme park right up the road from us. So yeah, we do. Um, and I will honestly say it is more expensive to eat there at that said theme park than it is at Disney. Yeah. Depending on what you get. Now, I mean, yeah. if you go into a really nice sit-down restaurant, it can cost you some money, but... And depending on, like, what... I don't know, the, the pretzel we saw the other day. I mean, it was it was more... It cost more than a Mickey pretzel. Right. And you, it wasn't half as big either. No. And so, sometimes it's just, you know, you're paying... You can pay a lot of money for food at Disney, but you're getting a pretty good quality amount mm-hmm. of you're getting a good good deal so there's not too much that we've actually gotten food wise at disney that we didn't get our money's worth yeah i mean there's maybe a couple of things but like not not anything major yeah i think i think people i think right now it's this sticker shock and i think yeah. people are kind of like you know like we saw that funny meme on there it said oh you know all these people are talking about prices raising for annual passes it ain't like they banned smoking or anything because yeah. <laughs> that was the other debate, you know, when, right. when that was a thing. And so, um, and you no, know what? It raised $200 uh, or in some cases, 250. So, you know what? You work an extra week, you save an extra week for your trip. You know, and, I mean, and maybe season or the annual pass, maybe it's not for you anyway. Maybe you don't go enough. John and I, this year we've made it a point to go, yeah. you know, and we would never say that we're not fortunate either. Because every trip that we're taking, we're like, man, we are the luckiest people on the planet. And, and we still cry when we get there. And it, it's well, like, I don't no. ever, I never want to take that for granted. No. And say, oh, well, you know, I can't do that next month because we're going to Disney again. Right. It's just like, you know, it's, so I just want to, I don't know. If it's not right for your family, you know, research it. There are right. tons of websites out there. You can message me and John. And we would be more than happy to talk to you about it. Yeah. There are there are ways that you can do Disney Cheap. on a budget. Yeah. And so, you know, you could all you could. Well, I'm not going to go into that. Maybe one day we'll do a podcast. That'd yeah. be a great op- idea for a podcast on ways you could save money. Because some people or don't know you can take Disney. bottles of water in. Yeah. You can take bottles of water in your backpack. You can actually, you just can't take loose ice. Right. <laughs> you can actually take even food and snacks. Yeah. So. And so, like I said, uh, hang in there. I know the prices go up. I mean, we know that it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Um, and, yeah, they are a business. And they're yeah. there to make money. But, anyway, moving on. Should, um, we, should we, like, tell them a bit of good news that was announced today? Go ahead. So, they announced a new thing for the Halloween That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. And it's called Cruella's Halloween, Halloween Hideaway. Hideaway. Yeah. It's going to be in Tony's Town Square restaurant, and excuse me. Basically, you pay a set price, and you get unlimited. It's ninety nine dollars. Yeah, you get unlimited food. 
Like it's little, like, yeah, um, they have hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres, they've got um, desserts, mm-hmm. they've got drinks, and, and it's it like, includes it's wine like, and beer. It does, it's like, it's thing. a it's a come and go kind of thing. Like, you right. can go in, and then you can leave, you can go back. But you get to mingle with Cruella. You do. Which I think that kind of inspired us today, and I think we may actually dress up like Dalmatian. Yeah, because of that event. Because we have decided to go, mm-hmm. um, but as part of that, you also get reserved... Um, viewing area for yes. the eleven fifteen Booty You Parade, which is going to be really cool. yeah, and it's so it's really cool. It's they did this thing kind of similar to that at um, the Christmas party last year. You know, it was like a drop in kind of thing, and so you know we we're all about trying the new experiences right. this year because we want to for one we want to give you all the best information, sure. and we could talk about these things, but if we never experience it. You know, it's it's hard for right. us to do it. So we, we made it a point to kind of do some things. And so, so we can experience it. We can let you guys know. Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it not worth it? And the good news about that is that we're going to be doing that on the very first night of the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So we'll be able to do a podcast and let you all know. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, so that so you can I decide think, whether or not you want to. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really, that. it's going to be really cool. Yeah. So. It's something new. It's like a dessert party. It's I'm just excited. for the the Halloween. And so, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the that. reserved area is for the parade, but... I'd say it's right there when the parade's going down Main Street, mm-hmm. right in front of the flagpole. Because that's where the reserve is for Festival of okay. Fantasy, for the Tony's um, Festival of Fantasy gotcha. uh, dining package. And then hopefully we can run up and get a good spot for the yeah. Hocus Pocus show hookah pocus party potion well that's usually right there at the it's like right at 12 anyway and so like usually that's the least crowded and the at parades usually least crowded because most people kind of the hocus pocus spectacular is my favorite it is so much fun <laughs> and i'm really looking forward to the uh fireworks i kind of wish for that mixing the halloween hideaway i wish that it would have been reserved viewing for the fireworks right or you could have picked but it is what it is I'm excited either way. But it's a new fireworks show this it year, too. It is a new so one, yeah. We're so, excited. Yeah, that's some of the major news at Disney. I I can't think of anything that's, like, off the top of my head. All the stones are gone at Epcot. Well, on one side. So, yeah, the monoliths for the Leave a Legacy. And it looks so weird. The it pictures, does. It's just so strange. Yeah, because they've, like, flattened it, and they've removed all the slabs and everything. It's just, like, flat. And okay. so, um, but that's, that's a great tie-in mm-hmm. to today's topic. So today... Yeah. We usually say that before we talk about anything. Today we're going to be talking about things that we love about Future World at Epcot. Um, So this is going to start our Epcot series. We've decided what we're going to do is today we're going to talk about Future World. And there was no way that the next episode we could talk about World Showcase and just narrow it down to five. So we're going to break it down into two countries. So we're going to have... So the next episode we're going to talk about two countries. Then the next... the next time we'll talk about two more countries, and then two more countries, and then two more countries. Until we're done. Until we're done. And we're actually going to be leaving one country off, and that's the American Adventure. So, And it's not because we don't love America, because we do. We're very patriotic. Mm-hmm. But it's just that there's so much other things, and plus there's an odd number. Right. <laughs> well, actually, we could do that, because there's the outpost, so I didn't think about the outpost. We do America and the outpost. <laughs> we really love the Coca-Cola. <laughs> there we did it <laughs> no there's so much to talk about we could do a whole thing on the american adventure anyway yeah because i that's a if you haven't seen the american adventure show it is fantastic 
one of my favorites. So, alrighty. We got to meet an eagle named America. We did. We went to Dollywood this past weekend, and um, at Dollywood, if you don't know, they have a thing called the American Eagle Foundation. And they have a show that's been there since, I guess, 1991. Mm -hmm. It's the Wings of America show. It's kind of like, uh, they just like, they bring birds out and you can, they kind of, one of them flies over the audience and different things. You kind of learn about birds and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's one, it's a, it's a, is it a crow? I think it's a. It's the same crow that's on the Mexican flag. That's all I remember. But its name is Tuck and it'll stand in front of a donation box at the end of the show and you can, um. Give it a dollar. It'll take your dollar and put it in the donation box. Yep. So they call it Tuck. It's Friar Tuck for sure. It's <laughs> yeah. so, but they have um, a barn, I guess, right next to it, and they have all the eagles or all the birds you can <laughs> kind of see. They have some barn owls. They have horned owls. They have uh, hawks. The hawk was like sassy about its food. Oh, it was yeah, really it was. cute. And then they have uh, they had a bald eagle. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It took right there in front of you and. Uh, its name was America, and so I started singing Golden Dream to it. And, and it, got it, mad. Really... it got mad when you stopped singing. Yeah, and it, it was liked like, your it was singing. Like, it was like, Mah. <laughs> it was really cool. But yeah, it's, uh, but Dollywood was fun. We yeah. had a good time. Uh, there's a new restaurant up there. Um, the restaurant was my highlight. Yeah. I mean, I think it was really it was, great. Food. It was really yummy food. And so, it was Smoky Mountain Mexican. Which yeah, it was like sounds Chipotle. Sounds very strange, but. Yeah. It was like Hillbilly Chipotle. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. We, they opened up a new section this year. But uh, this is mouse magic with John and Joey, not butterfly magic. So we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> so we cheer. So, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, Alrighty, well, let's get to the bulk of our show. John, why don't you start us off with your first one? Do you have your jokes ready for the end of the show? I do have a joke ready. Okay, for I was just making sure. I forgot to remind you. So these are in no particular order. Um so, I'm going to go with my number one mm -hmm. and say Spaceship Earth. Oh, that is so generic, but I have the same thing on the list. Yeah. So. It's, uh, it's just iconic, and it's the signature attraction, I think, at Epcot. And I think that's why, I mean... I would say it's the visual weenie of Epcot. Yes. Speaking of, speaking of Dollywood, real quick. I'm sorry. Crystal. Crystal Smiley. We love you. Yes, we do. You put a smile on our face. You made our day the other day. So, anyway, Crystal Smiley is a, is a long-time listener of our show. And hi to her daughter. And hi to her daughter. Yes, thank you for being an ally. We love yes, you. Yes, thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, I, it made me think of that because she was uh, pointing out at Disney. She was telling mm -hmm. she was pointing out at Disney that that's a weenie. That's a weenie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really funny. And so, anyway, yes, Spaceship Earth definitely is the visual weenie of Epcot. It's the icon it's the geodesic sphere it is and it looks beautiful in the sunlight with all the sun reflecting off of it yeah but it looks even more beautiful at night oh when how it's they got light the colors and all the light oh it's so, so beautiful now when you say spaceship earth are you talking about the ride well it's, I'm kinda, it kind of encompasses as one it's like I, did, the, I said the same thing i said it, the ride is great but right it's yeah. the it's very iconic Mm -hmm. But the ride, the ride going along with it, you get a, I guess time travel, yeah, and see history. In a time machine. You know, you get to see history and then of what of the world communication, and communication, <laughs> and the yeah. papyrus, and the, yeah, we get to hear uh, thank the Phoenicians. That's right, Dame Judi Dench narrating. 
Remember yes. how easy it was to learn your ABCs? It's Think a 16 minute ride <laughs> and it basically gives you a glimpse into the past, but it ends by looking forward to the future. Yeah. So it is one of my favorite things about all of Disney World. And I don't know how to describe it other than to say it's just majestic to look yes. at that thing. And it gripes my nerves. When someone calls it a golf ball, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> it drives me crazy, but um, look at that big golf ball. <laughs> but it's so awesome. I just love it. Yes. And I said that the ride, but I was actually talking about the architecture, mm-hmm. the fact that that well, that building. Mm-hmm. It's it's how they had to design it. I mean. It defies gravity. It really does defy gravity, but there's a reason for it, well, how it does it. And so MIT actually helped design that mm-hmm. that building. And so it's in, a, in, in a nutshell, it's a table, how that's designed. It's a table, and then half of the, or the bottom part that you see mm-hmm. underneath it, that's hanging from the table, and then there's actually a dome on the top of the table. So it looks like a sphere, but it's actually two separate domes. It's so cool to me, and how it has a it has a gutter system, right. so that you can stand underneath it in the rain. Because if you put a ball in the rain, suspended mm-hmm. in the air, the water is going to run off to the bottom. But it doesn't do that. It actually channels yep. and it actually flows into the World Showcase Lagoon, and so it's such a a really cool thing, and a really cool a fun thing. I don't know if everybody knows that or not, but if you look really closely, you can find a star in the middle the patterns yeah most of them are just like triangles and you know you can yeah. see them but like if you look you can find a star like a perfect star yeah and it's really neat it's where all the, the the panels are going together and i always see forte's face ah forte from being the beast and chanting christmas, christmas. <laughs> i always see his face and i wish i could describe it there's no way i could describe it over the year but um i might take a picture of it and i'll like do a screenshot on my phone that I can draw what I'm talking about it. And so if anybody messages me, I'll be like, here's what I'm talking about and see if they'll see it. And then you'll never unsee it. Right. But, um, but no, I love it. I think it's, it's really cool. And, you know, and for a long time there, they were going to do a lot of, you know, kind of like they're doing now with Epcot with the transformation. They were going to do a thing. They were actually going to, they were going to put a roller coaster and change it to a roller coaster attraction. And it was going to, I couldn't imagine. Uh-uh. I could not imagine. No. I like it the way it is. Yeah. I love that ride. Now, I'm kind of hoping, now, some people might disagree, but I'm kind of hoping it gets like a a little bit of an update for the 50th. It's rumored. So, be, we'll see. That, like, the rumor we saw is going to be closed down for two years. We don't report on rumors because we don't, no. no, they're not fact. And But no. um, we can talk about them that we heard it, but we don't want to discuss that as real. No, I hope that it gets like some kind of an update, but I hope it doesn't take that long because I'd you... love to see the 50th. So, you know, it started with, I forgot the guy's name, who originally in 82, I forgot the guy who narrated But then in 84, Walter Cronkite became mm-hmm. the narrator, and they added that song, Tomorrow's Child, which is awesome. Um, Tomorrow's Child. <laughs> um, that was not the lyrics. <laughs> and so, um, but then in 94, uh, it became Jeremy Irons, mm-hmm. uh, Scar, from The Lion King. And then finally, in 2007 or 8, I can't remember, it was Judy Dench. So who do you think would be a good replacement for for the narrator? Well. Put you on the spot. I'm sorry. 
No, I think um, I have two options that I okay. think would be really good. It might confuse some people because they'd be like, why, is, why are they narrating? But, like, I think either Tim Allen or Tom Hanks. Really? Yeah. I think that would be really cool. Cause they're, so you're saying leverage IP and put Buzz and Woody in Spaceship Earth? There you go. Why not? No. <laughs> no, not Buzz <laughs> and Woody. But, like, that. you could just do one of them. But, like, that or... I would go with Morgan Freeman. You know, I have a weird suggestion for it. And I think it's because he's a very eloquent speaker. You know, I'm not trying to step on anybody's political toes. But I think Barack Obama, because yeah. his speaking voice is so soothing, he would be a great speaker. Yeah. I think he would be a great uh, voice for a narrator. And plus, he's a, he's a president. You know, and I think... Yeah. I would say... Excuse me, a former president. I don't want to Being that, I would say <laughs> Michelle Obama. Because I think that this year... I don't year, know her voice well enough. Well, but. this year, I think that it's all about, like, a lot of the Disney movies and everything. Oh, it's about, about female, female empowerment. empowerment. And you've got Judy Dench, who yeah. followed three different men yeah. that used to narrate it. So I think another woman would be a good yeah, choice. that's a good idea. I mean, hey, listen. Or Maggie Smith. I mean... Hey. Maggie Smith, that'd be interesting. <laughs> She's like, mm, we invented the language. They invented it. <laughs> She's like, oh, citrus libations. <laughs> How thrilling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, listener at home, <laughs> who would you like to hear as the narrator? I mean, I think that'd be, I'd like to hear what other people think about that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Spaceship Earth. It's, you don't get much more classic than yeah. Spaceship Earth. Awesome. What's your next one? My next one is The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Nice. Okay. Yay. It's a awesome pavilion with there's just so much to explore. It's yeah. not just the ride. I mean there is a ride that you can see Nemo and yeah. all of his friends. And there's a really cool tunnel part where you what do they call it? The The E A C Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was really fun. East Australian Current. It was really fun and but there's just there's so much more. It's uh was it they still do they still refer to it as Sea Base Alpha? I don't know. Sea Lab. I don't know what they refer to it. It used to be called Sea Base Alpha. I know. I don't know if it still is. But there's it's I don't know. Ginormous aquariums. You can see up to four thousand different kind of And welcome to Sea Base Alpha. Oh my gosh. I I love it too. It says some of the things that are housed there are fish, a coral reef, sharks, sea turtles, manatees, and if you get hungry while you're there, you can even eat at the coral reef restaurant. Yeah. And it has a basically aquariums all around you. So, like, no matter where you're sitting, you can see aquariums and fish while you're eating. But I don't know how that would be because I don't know that I'd want to sit there and eat fish. <laughs> While I'm watching fish and they're staring at me, you know. But yeah. that's just me. I'm looking here. I don't think it's called Sea Base Alpha any longer. So, um, but for the longest time, when John, we, John and I were talking about um, <laughs> the pavilion earlier, <laughs> and I was like, "What do they call that now?" Because <laughs> I always still want to say the Living Seas, right? And that's what I remember. It's only been that for like twelve years or something. I remember the Living time. Seas when I went the first time, and yeah. I remember I the, just, the hydrolator and the... Why can't... Why'd they get rid of that? I don't know. Oh. And the people that would scuba, they would scuba dive. Yeah. They still the do tanks, that. They which, still do that at times. I think we just kind of miss it. 
yeah. you know, because we're doing other yeah. things. But well, it's like I know on uh, World Oceans Day a couple weeks ago, Mickey. Mickey, yeah, he actually scuba dove against yeah. scuba dove, scuba dive, scuba. He was in the scuba tank, right? Okay, and then they um, and they still had the manatees in there, and the manatees are so cute. You know, and and they had that. They kind of fixed up the coral reef exhibit when mm-hmm. we were there, and so I mean, I love it. I think that's. There's so much history to that building. Until the Georgia Aquarium was built, it was the world's largest saltwater uh, mm-hmm. aquarium. And matter of fact, cubic feet-wise, talking about how much water's in there, right. Spaceship Earth could fit inside that. I just it's a, love... It's a I lot love of water. The, I love looking at the, the animals. I love the sharks. Mm-hmm. The sharks are my favorite. But, and you can actually do it. You can swim with dolphins. Yep. It's a, one of those things you can do on there. But yeah, this, I like this. That sense. would be one of those things I'd love to do. A, you know, I know they they don't, I don't think they do that at Disney, but they do that at the aquarium near us where they do a sleep with the sharks. Yeah. I would love one of those sleep with the fish so that you could actually sleep in the building. And, yeah. You know, that way you could watch them all night. I just think it would be really I bet fun. all of that could be yours if the price is right. I bet so. <laughs> I, on the, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. The seas, I like. Oh, I like the sign, the marquee. Mm-hmm. You know that marquee is kind of still the same from when it was the Living Seas. And if you haven't ever noticed it or watched it, it actually has waves crashing. Yeah. Now it's got the uh, the <laughs> seagulls. Why? Why? Yeah, why? And they'll why? and they'll, why? they'll go to town. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. I like the seas, but I do miss I miss the the hydrolators. And I like the as you go into the. The seas with Nemo. Yeah, the wall mural. with the the mural. I just think that's really pretty. Yeah. So. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, the hydrolators, when you would go into the seas pavilion, the, excuse me, the living seas, you would have a pre-show room where you got to learn that in the beginning was was this world, and then it started rained, and rained, and rained, and rained, and so it basically made the oceans, and then he's kind of about. The, where the oceans come from it was by the, the what united technologies is that who it was so. and so um and then you would go into this you had to go step into a hydrolator and so the hydrolator you would step into there and it looked like you were boarding something that was going to take you underwater and so you know you were starting down this journey and the rocks would move the bubbles and everything and there was a gentle vibration so you people really thought they were going under the water under the ocean. It freaked people out. It actually did. They would get people all the time saying they need help or first aid because um, basically the pressure of being under the ocean was messing with them. And then, you know, you only you only lowered, what, two or three inches. And so, like, Disney had to gently be like, well, actually, you know, you're not. <laughs> and so, it's, it's just a really cool thing how they did that. You'd go into Sea Base Alpha, but they had the sea cabs, which... Take, which when you got into the hydrolator, you'd get into the sea cabs, which is the sink where the ride system is now for Nemo, and then you would get to Sea Base Alpha, and then you would you would have all the right. exhibits, and then as you were leaving, you would get back into another hydrolator, not as fancy, and it would take you to the exit. Right. And so, and it was supposed to be like you were going under the ocean. I think it's such a cool thing. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at search for hydrolators Epcot on Google, bless you, and so you can kind of see. Um, how cool it was because when you would go into it it had water bubbling up as right. if like oh it's so cool 
And see, so, I have some I have some ideas and concepts in my head that would use that technology. Yeah. Not with water, but I think a different. I think we're actually going to see that technology across the park mm-hmm. for the new space restaurant. I think you're going to board a. I think you're going to board an elevator, and it's going to be the same thing like you're going into space. And so that's how they're going to do the space. I think they should. You should get in, and it's like airlock sealed. <laughs> and like, yeah, I think that would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's. But I'm yeah. excited about that. The seas, I love it. I'm excited about the one. space restaurant. Yeah, but I love the seas. Yes, yeah. it's awesome. That was a good one. All right, my next one I want to talk about is the land. I know again, it's pretty broad, uh, but there are four main reasons, and that's mm-hmm. soaring, living with the land, sunshine seasons, and garden grill. Basically, anything you can do is my favorite there. Right. I love soaring. I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of people like soaring. Mm-hmm. I can't even describe how much I'm kind of obsessed with it, um, but I love living with the land. It's one of those must-dos for me, and this past time, I'm so sad, because we went there to eat, and we were going to ride living with the land first, and, and then we, we decided not to. We're going to go eat, and then we'll ride afterwards, and then we forgot, oh yeah, that closes at 7, so here's a tip. If you're going to go living with the land, go before 7. <laughs> And so we didn't get to do it on our last trip, and it was so sad, but that's okay. But um, it's a great attraction. If you don't know what it is, you're actually going, you go through some of the greenhouses for the land pavilion, and you see them using this technology that was so ahead of its time in 1982 with hydroponics and Mm -hmm. how they can grow things in sandy soil and still grow these plants. And it was developed with the help of NASA. You know, like just how they can grow these amazing plants and and they actually serve those those uh, yeah. vegetables and plants across the property mm-hmm. and so that's a really cool thing matter of fact when we went to the international uh, flower and garden festival we had the violet lemonade not violet right. I almost said violet Vi- what am I trying to it's say violet yes lemonade, not I was saying violent. violet the violet lemonade it was very painful now the violet lemonade um, and they had a little sign it said that the violets used in on the for the decoration were actually mm-hmm. grown at the land pavilion. And they were edible. Yeah, they were edible, and I did. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And so I love that they do that. But, you know, it's had its own little changes, as many mm-hmm. things in Future World has. Yeah. Um, it started out with an attraction called Listen to the Land, mm-hmm. and it had that awesome theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would go through, and you would it was the story of how the the seed became... You're a tiny little seed reaching right. up. <laughs> and so you would go through that, and it was the symph- symphony of the sense. I don't remember what it was called. But you kind of go around the corner, and they have like little scenes set up uh, talking about like the rainforest. They talk about the American desert and then the Midwest and how all these things they've had to adapt to try to grow our food. Mm-hmm. And so finally, then you go into the, the, greenhouse. the greenhouses. That's really cool because they cool have some ride. things that are hanging down. Yeah. That are growing hanging. Yeah. And they have other things that are just growing like regular. Yeah. But they, it's just so neat to and, look at. And that technology was so ahead of its time in 1982, and now it's commonplace. Like hydrophonics. Mickey's. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have some, they have little shapers that'll they'll grow like gourds, mm-hmm. and they grow them in the shape of Mickey. And the coolest part is you can go on a, a tour, a behind-the-scenes yes. tour. I and it's actually it. one of the cheaper tours. It $25. Is. I want to do it. We should so, go in October. Yeah. But um and so it's just a really cool thing. And so like it's it's cool. 
And yeah. and then of course Sunshine Seasons at the food court there. It's the quick service option. That food is so good. It's so fresh. Mm-hmm. And then they have one thing in particular. The rose gold cupcake. Yes. Well, all of their cupcakes that well, we've had there. But one in particular, trouble. the rose gold right. cupcake. <laughs> that thing is so good. And then finally, something that we talk about that is a must-do every single trip for us. Mm-hmm. And that's Garden Grill. Yes. If you haven't been to Garden Grill, it is a table service. It's a character dining. You get to meet Pluto. You get to meet Mickey and Chip and Dale. Yeah. I'm going to jump in a little bit because it's... The Garden Grill was one of mine, How and then so was the Land and Soren. So, I'm just gonna jump. Oh, was that in. three of yours at one time? Well, two, three, two. Uh, well, which is it? Twenty-three. Two. Okay. So, <laughs> Go ahead, jump in. So the Garden Grill uh, is, like we said, is a must-do. Um, yeah. Yes, you get to meet Mickey, Chip, and Dale, and Pluto, but you also get to watch the Living with the Land attraction. Yeah, it, it's that the, rotating platform yes, restaurant. It rotates, so and it's really fun. And if I'm not mistaken, if I am, somebody correct me, but all of the food... <laughs> All of the food at the Garden Grill is food that they've grown. Most of it, yeah. In the, in the greenhouses. Yeah. And I know it's weird. You get eggs for breakfast, mm-hmm. and they'll ask if you want, or they'll give you some salsa. Mm-hmm. It sounds so weird. But yes, take Eat the it. salsa. It oh is my gosh. so good. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. And then Chip and Dale's Sticky Bun Bake. Mm-hmm. To die for. And then the... And then the <laughs> The Mickey, the Mickey waffles. Skip this regular syrup and go yes, straight for the chocolate hazelnut. The chocolate oh. hazelnut. Oh my gosh! It's amazing. And if you're if you have good hands, you can fill up every little indention with it. Yum, yum, yum. And then the potato barrels, <laughs> which surprises me because Joey does <laughs> not like tater tots at all. But he'll eat the heck out of some potato barrels. I will eat some potato. The oh. potato barrels are really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he likes the potato barrels. And then, uh, they also have dinner. We've mm-hmm. never done dinner. We've only done, ever done breakfast. And the reason why, and I'll tell them our, what, why we like doing that, mm-hmm. um, especially with Festival of the Arts, uh, we did this. But then when we went for, um, no, we didn't get to do that because we were running behind. Mm-hmm. So what happens is if you get an early morning reservation, the Epcot opens at 9. So if you get a reservation, say, even 840, you get to go in 30 minutes before your reservation. And so you can actually go in, and that's actually how we've gotten some of our pictures of Spaceship Earth. Um, you'll go in, and you can actually get an unobstructed, no one in front of you picture of Spaceship Earth with this beautiful morning sun hitting it just at the beautiful angle. And then we actually wound up walking all the way down to the World Showcase, and we have this picture of a sunrise basically because mm-hmm. it was a little bit overcast that day it looks like a sunrise but going all the way around world showcase right just like I mean, we didn't walk around it, but we it's just a picture looking from the promenade where you it's the reserve seating or standing for the illumination and so like and then we finally walk back but when they have the topiaries again you can get these unobstructed views mm-hmm. and so we we really liked that and so we've been doing that every time and, um, Not to mention the food is just wonderful. So, yeah, and yeah. so and a lot of people don't want to do table service mm-hmm. uh, when they're at the parks because, oh, that's taking time away from the parks. Well, it does. However, if you get an 825 reservation, they seat you around 825. They're pretty good about this. 
and say you take 45 minutes to an hour to eat, well, it's 925. You've already got your table service out of the way, a character meal out of the way, and then yep. you have the rest of the day, and you're right there where Soren is. <laughs> That's exactly right. And living with the land. Well, yeah, that one too. And assumed to be new. Oh, yeah, the new, um, the new, uh, new feature. Yeah, because they used to have a, a, a movie in there. Well, it was two different ones. One was called Symbiosis, mm-hmm. and then the other one was Circle, Circle of, Life, of Life, an environmental fable. And so they closed that one down. Now they're going to have a thing called Awesome Planet. Woohoo! <laughs> it's extreme! Awesome! But now it's gonna, and that's going to start on the first day of the uh, Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Yay! So, yeah, that's the Land Pavilion. I love it. I love it. Let's just make believe you're a tiny little seed. A tiny little seed that's reaching up For you to me. meet your needs. With a right amount. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's a great <laughs> song. <laughs> Alright, what's your next <laughs> Alright, my last one. Didn't you say you had it? Wait. The Garden Grill yeah. and the Land and Soarin'. They okay. kind of all mesh okay. together, but I thought the Garden Grill was... I think it's special enough to us to have its oh. own... Oh, okay. Well, I was cheating, I guess. Okay, well, what's your next one? But Soren, Soren, we didn't really, I mean, we touched on Oh, well, on I, mean, I think everybody knows what Soren is. Soren is just like the best ride ever. It really is an awesome ride. So they paid really super close attention to the details and the scents and the... Yeah. Oh, it was just awesome. And you can request the middle mm-hmm. of the theater. If you get off to the side, sometimes... The screen kind of curves. Yeah, because and then thing. you get this weird bent Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you you can request to be in the middle row in the B concourse, I think is what yeah. they call that. So you can actually re- recommend or request that, and they'll they'll accommodate. Yeah, you may have to wait, but and it really is worth it getting mm-hmm. in the middle. Especially, I like getting in the middle of the three um, rows of seats, but then right in the middle of those three. So like right. smack dab, and then you got people above you and below you, but you're right when you go into the screen, you're kind of like surrounded by everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work, pal. <laughs> Thanks, Kronk. <laughs> so my last one. Can you guess what it is? No, but I've got like three more. Oh well, okay. Well, you'll talk more. Well, it's and I can just you jump back off like seven of mine. Um, journey into imagination <laughs> with figment. With figment. Oh. So the journey into imagination attraction began on March fifth of nineteen eighty three, mm-hmm. a few months after Disney World's second theme park opened. This is <laughs> why are you ring? The original version of the ride included figment and his companion, the Dreamfinder. Rest in peace. Yeah, he and Figment rode aboard the Dream Machine during the attraction. It says... To the Dream Vault. But, unfortunately, the attraction has changed over the years. You Today, you won't find the Dream Finder or the Dream Machine. But you will find a reference to Dream Finder. You will find Figment. But um, <laughs> now it's Dr. Nigel Channing yeah. with Figment. That really stinks! Today's, <laughs> today's version is only a five-minute ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you you uh, you board an omni omni rover. Is that what it's omni called? mover? Omni mover. Mm-hmm. And it just takes you through the different things. Yeah, it's supposed to take you through the five senses. Yeah, it's the sense lab. So it's, it's like an open house for the Imagination Institute. But it's very silly and I lovable, love it, and yes, I love it. Um, except for the creepy moon at the end that just kind of oh, yeah. freaks me out. I don't know why, but. You know what my favorite part of that whole thing is? What? Is when you get to the very end, it's like that star field. Mm-hmm. 
and then it like just honestly it like magically becomes your offload area right I think that's really cool but actually but, I had figment on my list too so okay and after you get off the ride you can do the interactive area the water image flaps, works yeah and it's really fun the music stuff and they're the, greatly reduced now though yeah and it's gonna be even more so I, I have a feeling yeah I think that would and there's I think they'll wind up putting all the meet and greets up there's there there's speculation now I don't know if that's true, but there's speculation that the, what was it, the um, Pixar short films? Yeah. They're working on a 4D figment thing. We've heard this a couple of times. There's not any kind of any kind of mm. evidence to back it up, but it would be kind of cool because it would be right there next to yeah. it, and it would be a little, a new little, a new way to bring figment like... to... I feel like a new that's generation. Just making a place for Figment so they could gut the ride and put an Inside Out attraction. Well, I don't know. Of course, I would have said that Inside Out would have been perfect at the 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 wonders of life. I don't see why they can't leave Figment in it. Even if they didn't, even if they called it something Inside yeah. Out, they can still have Figment because he's yeah. part of the imagination. And he is an Inside Out after all. So yeah. If you when there's a part you can actually see Figment and imagination and inside out so but i think i think it's i think it's inevitable that it's going to change and i don't actually mind the current iteration of it mm-hmm. uh the one they had right before it where they completely eliminated figment i think that mm-hmm. backfired i got to see the original i don't remember a lot about it yeah but i do remember as a kid i'm, I'm pretty sure we went through the rainbow tunnel i thought my mom yeah had it would a have picture. been open still i thought my mom had a picture of us i don't know if where it's at but but you know where the tunnel is yeah it's upstairs no i mean i thought oh. she had the picture oh, that she oh, has gotcha. of us in front of the yeah. tunnel it was but, that's when the image works was upstairs and those mm-hmm. glass pyramids now that's the uh i think it's the dvc lounge you know but, but uh, and one thing to mention to rumor people, has it that that tunnel's still there one thing to mention to people um Fast pass is available for this ride, but you probably don't need to waste a fast pass on it, especially if you go mm. later in the day. Yeah, unless because you have kids, it, I could see using it for. Because we at one time this past trip, we got stuck behind an, a really rambunctious group of people. That's yeah. how I'll say. And so I would have loved to just skip that line, but. But it was even even though we were waiting, it only took like what yeah. ten minutes, fifteen. Yeah, minutes? it wasn't a long wait. So it wasn't like a huge wait. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't use a fast pass for that. It took longer to try to find those stupid walls you were looking for. And I still got to find two of them. They're <laughs> in that kidding. pavilion. I'm just and I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them. Anyway. So. <laughs> I said Figment because, for one, he was an original character. Because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't, originally, they didn't want Mickey and the gang at Epcot. They wanted it to be its own little thing. Right. And so they created a character, and that was Figment. And he became a much beloved part of Epcot. And now, like he's like the unofficial official symbol of Epcot. Right. And I love me some figment. Yes. So, we've I have got the stuffed. Animal. I do have the new stuffed animal. He's really we've got, soft. We've got figment ears. We do. We, we made them. So. And oh yeah. Oh well, no. Those too. Oh, we the, have the food and wine one. Food and wine yeah. one with the chef hat. Yeah. But yeah. I love figment. I love what he represents. Um, he's an original creation of Tony Baxter. Uh, you know that. Disney legend who created a whole mm-hmm. lot of things. Um, yeah, I like it. And uh, that was your last one? 
Yep. Well, I can I can add another one. No, I mean it's fine. I can. I I've think got one. I can I've... combine my last two. Well, I've got go ahead. one. Go ahead. I was gonna say uh, Club Cool. <laughs> I know one thing I like at Club Cool. Yes, you like the Beverly. I'm a huge fan of the Beverly. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I don't mind it. I, I love mean, it. So, I love and it. I really wanted to try like at uh, Disney Springs. They had a Beverly mixed drink. Yeah, they, they were had out Beverly, of it. but they were out of the stuff that they needed to make. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna try but this they did one. Have the Beverly. I was gonna try this one with the Inca Cola. And they were out and of Inca Cola. They were out of that, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so I don't even remember. I got something, but I don't remember what it was. It was like a cherry coke, but it was like cherry vodka or something, wasn't yeah, it? Because I got a and it had mint in it too. Yeah, I it had, had a 32 ounce leaf. cup of Beverly. Yeah, and then they, I had a refill on top of that. But Club Cool is a. I think it's really cool because you get you cool. get the free samples. So they've got like lots of Coke merchandise. If you need anything Coke merchandise for somebody or know somebody that collects Coke, yeah. definitely go in there because they've got a lot of neat stuff. But the... Pro tip. Mm -hmm. It's your birthday. Yes. Go to the frozen Coke counter and you'll get a free frozen yes. Coke. Yes, let them know it's your birthday and you will get a free frozen Coke. Yeah. Now... Which is pretty awesome. Rumor has it, mm. just like Adele says, rumor has it... Mm. That that's going away. No. And so no. we'll find out. I think we're going to find out at D23 because they've hinted right. already that we're going to find out Some what's going to lie past Spaceship Earth as far as changes. Right. And I think that's going to the way. Because for one, they have the old Communicore, which was Interventions, mm -hmm. you know, practically not even being used. I just kind of like so. it. I like it. I hope that if they get rid of it, I hope they put something back. That's like a, I don't know, for me it's like a kind of to step away from the hustle and bustle kind of thing. And you go in there, it's got air conditioning, you can try you the little drinks. You think that's stepping into the, out of the hustle and bustle going into that room? Yeah. That's slammed, uh, crowded with people? Well, not all the time. All of them have to take their little selfies drinking Beverly? <laughs> or videos. Yeah. Oh, no, I think, I think it's, I don't know, I just like, I like it. And I think... I Just think they. Cool I don't. Down. I don't think they will add anything new. I think that's why they b had World of Coke at Disney Springs because mm -hmm. all that tasting you can do, you can do at World of Disney plus some. Yeah, but it costs money. Though. It does cost money, but it's not free there. Well, unless they add, unless they add, I don't think that somehow at the World of Disney. I don't think they will. I think Coke. it's. I think it's going away. I think it'll so. just go away. Now, I would love to see personally. Okay, that leads me to my next one anyway. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go I'll start with this. I'm going to combine my last two. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to say, the history of everything. Mm -hmm. I love, that's one of my favorite things oh, yeah. about Future World is the history of it. Um, you know, rest in peace is Horizon. Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. It was a perfect combination of every single pavilion. You got transportation in there. You had energy. You had mm -hmm. the land, the seas, the space, the imagination. It was the culmination Originally, it was going to be called Century 3, but they called it Horizons, and that's where we get the quote, if you can dream it, you can yeah, do it. Yeah. Walt didn't say that. It was the song. <laughs> um, but Horizons, I mean, now that's where Mission Space is. Right. So you think about the history of that. I mean, that was such a, a an amazing thing. People, you got to choose your own ending mm -hmm. of that ride. It just blows my mind. And then you had the universe of energy, which is now gone. Mm -hmm. And then stupid Ellen's Judy. energy, stupid Judy, stupid, stupid energy. Uh, <laughs> that's gone now. The world emotion is gone. It's been replaced with right. Test Track. 
the original Journey to Imagination is gone. It's replaced right. with the new thing. The Living Sea's gone. This is going to sound horrible because when I went for the first time, I got to do all of that. But I wish that, like, I was at, I was that, like, yeah. I was like that kind of sullen teenager, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is fun, blah, blah, blah. I wish I would have, like, appreciated it more for what it was. And I think now that a lot of that's gone. No, I get like, it because at least you actually got to go. Right. I have all these fun memories of this thing, and I'll go ahead and tell y'all now. I didn't go to Epcot till 2012, <laughs> but for some reason I act like Horizons was my best friend, <laughs> and so I love the idea of what Horizons was. Right. I love the idea of what Epcot was, and I can oh, can you just imagine what that place would have been like in 1982? Oh, because love, even that. now it looks futuristic for the 80s, and so you can just imagine how new everything was, and how you had technology and Communicore. You know, you had video conferencing, which was unheard of. You had touch screens, which was something right. we didn't have yet. Now we can do that all on mm-hmm. one device in our pockets. And so it's just the the history of everything. But leading into that, my other one was the direction it's going. Right. I think for a long time in the mid-90s, all these attractions got replaced. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we wanted... We wanted to make it relevant. So the world right. of motion, it went away. And now we have Test Track, which has now been renovated again since then. Um, you had the original Universe of Energy with the Radox squares. Anyway, those are all gone now. And then it was Ellen's Energy Adventure. Now that's gone. It's been gutted. Now it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And so, like, you know, it's just the, this direction. I still don't see how that, I still see I how don't that either. pertains. I don't but either, but I'm we'll still see. excited about it. Uh, we'll and now, you know, Horizon's been replaced with Mission Space. Nemo's now there. And it's like, the only thing really left is Garden Grill. <laughs> Even Spaceship Earth, it's been renovated. Everything in that whole land has been renovated or been changed. Mm-hmm. And so I think that shows how important of a park that Epcot is. Mm-hmm. That it, it has to continually evolve. And, you know, Walt said that Disneyland would never be finished. You know, it's like Epcot's always going to change. Right. And these beloved things that we love, it's just, they're going to go away. And um, I love the direction they're going, that concept art for that, uh, the entryway. Right. How they're wanting to renovate that. Very 1982. It really is. And, like, if you look, there's uh, where the acrylic uh, pylons used to be for the fountain. Mm -hmm. That's back. And it's just, like... You know, and if you look at those flags around, it's that original Epcot logo. You know, now they've announced that at D23, they're going to, you know, they talked about the imagination, the icons for mm-hmm. all the pavilions, the imagination and the seas icons right. is going to be joined by a new icon. Right. I'm like, why would they make an icon if they're not using them anymore? But which means maybe they're bringing them back. Well, that's what I heard, that they I, were going to com- bring back the icons. I'm so. completely fine if they bring those back because, oh. I just think that's such a cool thing, you know. And then you have that juxtaposition. You have that contrast of position. Sure, of World Showcase. And I think of World Showcase. I think Regal. I think like set in stone, like because it's these old histories of these old countries. Mm -hmm. And then you have Future World, and it really was two different places shoved together. It's the old and the new, and that's what I feel like we're it's going to in Epcot. And so that's what I was going to say about it. In 1982, we went to something here. Yeah, I'm sure you went to here there too. I have a picture of me in the The, Sun Sphere. The World's Fair. They had the Sun Sphere here in Knoxville, Tennessee. 
And I remember the giant Rubik's Cube, which they actually still have somewhere they do. over in Knoxville. Yeah, it's in the it's convention in the, center, I think. Yeah, it's in one of the one of the, uh, the conventions. Yeah, center. it was in the Hungarian pavilion. But I remember that, and I remember there was a a robot that I was fascinated by. It was a Heinz ketchup bottle, yeah. and it would talk to you, and it had lights that lit up like like it had eyes, and it would tell you to put your hand down down there. There was like an opening, and when you put your hand down, it gave you a pen, and it was like a little Heinz pickle. Yeah, you still. And get it was a pickle pen, yeah. and I've still got mine from the World's Fair, and yeah. I've still, I've still actually got my child's admission ticket from the World's Fair. And we actually have a plate that your grandma we gave do. us. It's sitting. Oh, it's we have it hanging above the door. We do. And it's a it's the nineteen eighty two Knoxville World's Fair yep. uh, commemorative plate. And so. so, and I think it's cool that that was in eighty two, mm-hmm. and actually Dollywood. We were talking about Dollywood earlier. They actually because. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just thought about all these amazing connections. Sorry. Uh, Epcot, mm-hmm. Dollywood, and the World's Fair all had a, a common thing at that point because it was what is the theme of the World's Fair was energy makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. Wait, <laughs> that may not be true. It was about energy. Right. That's why it was the Sun Sphere. Uh, and their logo was flames. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm getting confused with Epcot's song, Energy, You Make the World Go Round. You make the world go round. But you think about that. But then Dollywood, they celebrated the fact that we had this focus on amazing energy, and this amazing future. They decided to build the world's first, or the world's, the state's first working grist mill in over 100 years. They built it from scratch over the course of a yep. season. You know, and it's just like it's beautiful. that rooted in the past, but you know, planted in the future. I feel that's what Epcot is. I think it's it really is a permanent World's Fair. I think, I think the great things are coming to Epcot, and I would love to keep talking about Epcot and talk about festivals. Yeah, <laughs> but we didn't. We didn't talk. We didn't hit on festivals and stuff. No, we might can do. We might can do that as a as a footnote in another episode. Yeah. Maybe so. the episode with. The outpost and yeah. the yeah, so awesome. Just uh, just a that was a note. great discussion. Yeah. So, what are your favorites? Yeah, listeners. Sorry, I was know. totally yawning. It's been a long day. I apologize, but yeah. um, I'd like to hear what your favorite things about Future World is. We we could have. I think we honestly we could have broken it into Future World East and Future World West because there's so much to talk about and and look forward to and think about. But we want to hear from you. You can message us at info at mousemagicwithjohnandjoey.com or you can go to Instagram where we are there at Mouse Magic with John and Joey. And or, you can go to Facebook with Mouse Magic with John and Joey. Or Twitter. And finally on Twitter at Mouse, Mouse Magic, Magic JJ. JJ. So, yeah, let us hear from you. We want to hear what, what makes your world go round. Is it energy? Is it new horizons for you and for me? If you can dream it, you can do it. Or is there one little spark? There's always a little spark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love ugh, I love Epcot. I, I'm not even going to hide the fact that I, I'm unnaturally obsessed with Epcot. Mm-hmm. It's my background on this computer. Yep. It's my background on my phone. <laughs> and so it's right there. Spaceship Earth right yep. there in the back. And so I love it. Alrighty, so you said you had a joke for us. Yes, I've got two. Okay, there's the new Lion King movie coming out. Okay, so this one's kind of in yeah, it goes along with that. Why can you not trust Scar?
Because he's lying. Right. <laughs> oh my God. And with Star Wars Land coming out, oh so Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi are in a Chinese restaurant. And he looks over and sees Luke having trouble eating with chopsticks. Finally, he looks over and says, Use the forks, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, alrighty. <laughs> alrighty. Well, that really is all the time we have for today. So thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Yep. Again, let us hear what you have to say. And until next week, have a magical day. And a magical evening. Bye. Bye. Bye.